One area in AI in particular that has kind of got my attention that I think is really interesting is integrating. Of course, we're seeing a lot of like, um, you know, ChatGPT integrated into software, different AI models integrated into software. But something that I think is really interesting is integrating AI into hardware and like physical devices. We're seeing this with, you know, um, uh, Humane is doing one where they have ChatGPT and some other AI models integrated with this little puck device that goes into your pocket and it has a projector and cameras and all this like really you know, high techy stuff they want to replace a, a smartphone essentially with. Uh, we'll see if that's successful. But that's not obviously the only uh, hardware device implementing AI. There's a ton of different applications, but I feel like um, they don't get a lot of coverage or attention because typically we're talking about, you know, X, Y, and Z new AI model could do this new amazing thing, which I think is really important and perhaps the bigger story. But I do think there's a lot of these smaller stories where it's like, okay, the software has been built, but now how is it getting integrated into things? How is it getting made really easily accessible and um, solving problems that customers had that weren't possible to solve before? So one of those stories that I want to talk about today is actually a bicycle that is integrating ChatGPT. And I know that sounds crazy, so bear with me. But today on the podcast, let's dive into uh, what exactly is going on here. So um, a lot of this was uh, recently unveiled. There's something called Eurobike 2023, a big you know bike conference. And Eurotopia talked about a really interesting innovation, which essentially is um, a fusion e-bike equipped with ChatGPT. So essentially transforming the bike into a personal tour guide that talks back. So alongside integrated speakers, if you're riding this bicycle, you can actually tap into the AI's extensive knowledge base and ask questions about um, potential sightseeing locations, uh, details, and scenic spots, and even, you know, the history behind a monument, you know, you can talk to it and ask about, which I think is, this is a really cool use case. Um, I know some people might think like, oh, this is kind of gimmicky or whatever, like, does it, okay, here's the better question. The better question is, does this need to be built into the e-bike, or should this be an app on your phone that you're just listening to as you go to a location? Um, so I do understand that, you know, critique, but like, if you take, if you think about this from the e-bike company, like they're already making an e-bike, it already is like an electric powered bike. They're doing some tech things in there. So like, why not find a cool way to integrate AI into this and to, uh, make it cool. It, you know, if it was my e-bike company, I know I would be doing that. So I can't hate on it too much, but I did want to talk about a couple constraints that this model has because, you know, inevitably this is going to be integrated into a lot of different tools in the same way. And so I think for the industry as as a whole, some of the problems that they're having right now, just the fact that um, obviously ChatGPT has a language cutoff of September 2021, um, 2021. In any case, um, I've heard a bunch of people be like, oh, well, that doesn't really matter because they got the browsing. But now, you know, they've killed the browsing. And even if they bring it back, I think the fact that, you know, when you come out with a tool like, you know, Bing browsing as a plugin, and then you remove it, you make a lot of people, you know, nervous that that tool may be taken away in the future. And it's kind of, um, I guess it's kind of scary for anyone to build on tools or build with the idea that, you know, something might exist in the future when it doesn't, when they're not currently supporting it. So I think that is, you know, one area that is tricky, specifically with this bike situation, right? They're not going to be able to offer insights into current events or traffic updates or, you know, real-time weather conditions. You can't conversationally talk to it about any of that. So it definitely does have, um, it does have some limitations. And I think for, you know, this company in particular, they're kind of leaning more towards conversational companionship during a ride or, you know, deep diving into a topic um, within its knowledge timeline, essentially. 
So I think, you know, there's more to the, you know, the fusion than just its conversational AI as the world's first ChatGPT integrated e-bike, you know, they boast a, a suite of quote unquote proprietary tech, um, including GPS navigation, anti-theft measures, safety features for riding and data recording capabilities. So obviously, you know, this, this bike isn't just going to try to sell itself as we're a cool e-bike that integrates with ChatGPT. They're going to have a whole bunch of other features that they're going to try to integrate as well. Now, again, um, a, a lot of my, I guess, concerns for a company like this would just be around the fact that, like, should this be an application that you have on your phone while you're riding your bike? Like, do you need a bike that has GPS and ChatGPT built in? Or would there just be a really good bike app business out there? I guarantee there's some e, you know, there's some tour bike businesses um, that could perhaps even tap into ChatGPT or anything else that are just apps on your phone that check your GPS location. You don't need to integrate all of this tech into a bicycle. Um, you know, the thing with a phone is that obviously you're upgrading this thing every few years. And so you're going to get the latest and greatest when it comes to GPS and everything else. But when you buy a bicycle, someone expects that thing to last for 10 plus years. And so the tech might seem pretty outdated pretty quick. I think that's another issue that a lot of these, uh, a lot of this hardware integrating with AI will have to come to grips with um, and perhaps the solution is to make you know timeless more timeless hardware or perhaps it's similar to the iPhone where you just got to keep upgrading and upgrading and upgrading so I think either way you want to cut it uh, this is an issue that these these types of companies are gonna find um, I do think that you know no doubt this is a, a very interesting space this is something really interesting that people are building with but you know companies do have to think about the fact that they have to think about the lifespan of their hardware. You know, um, for example, I used to uh, I used to be big into sailing. I've sailed from California all the way to the South Pacific. I visited most of the islands in the South Pacific. I sailed for a year. And on board our ship, um, we had a lot of different uh, boat tech specifically. Right now, I can imagine a lot of ways that AI is going to start getting integrated into a lot of that boat tech. But of course, like this wasn't hard built into the boat itself right like if you had to throw the boat away be like if you couldn't remove these gps systems and navigation systems and a radio and satellite systems from a boat and replace them with a better one um i think that you know obviously the boat would be it, it would become pretty useless after a, a certain number of years but of course with a boat you can keep upgrading all of these systems um, I imagine most of them will have AI integrated into a lot of those systems and boat owners are going to want to be upgrading all of their different systems to have, you know, better weather prediction and analysis with AI, uh, which is a, you know, something interesting we talked about recently um, and a lot of, you know, navigational things. But in any case, um, the problem with hardware, specifically this bike company we're talking about is that ChatGPT is built into it and a lot of these different AI um, you know, tools or different things are going to be built into them. And so if they're not the latest and greatest in GPS, whatever, uh, they, they become redundant to a point. I, I can see I can see a future where that happens. So I think that's definitely something you want to look for. You want to think about when you're buying hardware. Um, and I think that's the reason why you have to ask yourself the question, could this tool or feature built into my hardware be an application um, on my phone? Because you just know your phone's going to get updated. So it will get the latest and greatest and highest tech stuff that can help support that. But in any case, I think that uh, this is a cool product, this is a cool space, and this is an important conversation to have now, um, and it'll be interesting to follow this company in the future.
Thank you for listening to today's podcast episode, breaking down how AI is impacting your industry. Today's episode is sponsored by AI Box, a no-code AI app builder and marketplace, which just launched a crowdfunding campaign. If you are interested in investing in a new AI startup, you can go to republic.com slash AI dash box. I'll leave a link in the show notes as well to learn more. The minimum investment is $150 and the maximum investment is $100,000. Until next time, have a fantastic day.